This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from superpowered menaces, the Survive This system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at bloatgames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloat Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Sunny, cold day today. And I think we have a game last night. Yeah, we'll have a game. Well, we'll see. (laughs) Anyway, uh, before we get started, I do have a voicemail from Randy Nichols over Biggest Geekus. So go ahead, Randy. Hey, Glenn, it's Randy. Uh, just listened to your episode on uh, playing with kids. Um, I think you made some good points. Um, I played with my little cousins and family friends that were little, and you, you do got to keep the adventure short. Uh, you got to pre-gen the characters. If they're really young, I think you go less than even old school. You just do some basic stats and uh, saving throw. I've done that and, you know, hit points in armor class. And they have a good time. You just got to keep them focused and let them have good fights and exciting things happening. Um, it's great to sort of grow the hobby that way. I've done that with several cousins and some of them are, you know, adults now and they're still playing. So that's really cool. And I'm really glad your son, uh, uh, your grandson gauges way into it. So keep up the good work. Keep playing with those youngins. Uh, I think it's a good thing for us to promote. <clears throat> Take care, bud. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. Yeah, I would go even less than old school for really young kids if they're into it. I've seen this run at conventions where really young kids, and I, I, I witnessed the game, and it was wonderful. It was a guy who just stripped down D&D to the simplest possible thing. And he played their search for Mickey Mouse. So they put him in a dungeon and they were looking for Mickey Mouse. And it was great. It was, he had, they would get, they would defeat monsters and he'd show the picture of them, had them printed. And he'd also print out a treasure. So they find a bag of gold coins. He'd give them a picture of a bag of gold coins, things like that. It was great. And yeah, I would probably go down and make, just come up with a generic adventurer class and just ask the, the child, okay, do you want to use magic or not? I know most of them are going to say yes, but you know, do you want to swing a sword or, or cast a spell? Because that would pretty much take care of you know the choices for them. And that's just probably the way I'd do it too. Yeah, as many people, any many young kids as I can get into this, I will get into this. I will get them into role-playing games. Anyway, that's my thing. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. Okay, equipment today. We are talking about equipment and the way some games handle equipment. 
Now, you know, that to me, that's like when a character is complete, it's complete. But what I would do is either offer adventurer packs or just say, well, pick out your equipment. I'm going to start the game. And just assume they're going to have the basic stuff of equipment as we're starting. Usually they're finished within the first 15 minutes of the game, and that's okay. But there are other systems out there, and I can't remember which one it was. I looked through my books. It wasn't Black Hack. It wasn't Survive This. It wasn't it wasn't even Knave or, or Maze Rats. Uh, but they do the where a character can carry so many slots of equipment. I think that may have been the the old school hack or something, or maybe first edition of the black hack, I'm not sure. But instead of buying stuff, they had X amount of slots for things. And that included weapons and armor too. So, and they would say, okay, you can carry this many slots. After that, either you can't, I forget how they do it, Either they can't carry anymore or it slows them down or whatever. These were really simple game systems. Like I said, I don't remember which one, but I like the idea. I think I could probably use that in a regular game. And in fact, I think I reviewed one not long ago that had this very thing in it. So it would would be something like, uh, well, doggone it, I just, that's going to drive me batty now. It's going to just drive me up the wall because I can't remember which system it is. You guys can probably remember. You can tell me. But it had like everything, practically everything was one slot except for a few things like weapons and armor were more than one slot. So you had to take that into account. That way you don't have to keep track of equipment and things. But also they had a use. A couple of them had usage die systems for ablative stuff for stuff that would wear out weapons and armor now normally i don't care for ablative armor unless i found i found one system tunnels and trolls that does ablative armor i think the way i think it should be done and that's the only one so check out deluxe tunnels and trolls and it'll tell you what it is but that's that's pretty much my my doohickus on that so I would I would not be adverse to trying these systems out. And you know, if anybody else has tried them out, let me know. I'd like to hear about it. But it's basically a slot system and it you can't get any more simpler you can't get any simpler than that. And it's just and there's there's a I saw one related to that with the index card RPG, which is the loot system, where loot is like a, a finite thing. It's a it's a slot or it's a, it's a thing. You get this these many slots of loot, and they're this that and the other. They can be anything you want, but it's like this is how it works. So that's what I'm thinking right there. So today has been just sort of a babbling on about how to deal with equipment. <laughs> Because I gotta go start my day. So until I see you, fo- wait, 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 wait. What are? Why am I ending the show? I got some stuff to say. If you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognergmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as ninety-nine cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Michael, Roger, Harden. 
And our newest supporter, Randy Nichols of the Biggest Geekest podcast. So, if you want to hear some good podcasts, Biggest Geekest is a good one to start with. There's also Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Owlbear podcast. Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.